0: Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I'm really excited for the conversation we are going to have today. I have been enjoying my summer so far with my little girls, spending lots of time outside, lots of thinking time, lots of walking. I'm doing 75 hard still. And so I walk every day for 45 minutes <clears throat> and um, I have a lot of thinking time. Most of the time when I take a walk, I don't put anything in my in my AirPods, I just walk and I like to think like I'm, I'm walking in spirit or trying to talk to God when I walk and um, I do that because sometimes our industry is very noisy. And if you're like me, I love consuming content. I know you do. If you're listening to this, you like consuming content. And um, we sometimes drown out the voice that matters the most. We sometimes drown out the things that we need to know for ourselves from other experts or gurus or humans, but just for ourselves, directly from the source. And as I've been walking, one of the concepts that keeps coming to me is this idea of awakening. And that's what I'm calling this this episode title. And it depends on your level of exposure, I guess, to different teachers, what that word will mean to you. Um, I was first introduced to this concept from um, a woman named Nicole LaPera. She is the holistic psychologist, and she talked about this waking up. And I was like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm waking up because I had studied psychology, I had studied, um, I was started my master's before I had my first baby. And like, I thought I knew personal development transformation stuff. And then I found coaching and the world of spirituality and self-help and the coaching industry. And I was like, I don't know anything about transformation because psychology teaches basically how to understand sick people. But transformation is about becoming, um, broken or becoming flawed. I mean, being flawed or, Hurting in pain, suffering, and turning it into strength and creating new results, right? That's what we do as coaches. That's what we do when we get coached. And one of the things that I experienced was just this, like, almost sense of I don't know anything, like this oblivion, this darkness. And when you awaken, you start to see truth. And one of the things that she teaches a lot is about nervous, nervous system regulation, um, paths from your childhood, inner child, reparenting, a lot of stuff like that. And that was really interesting to me at the time. And then I found teachers like Eckhart Tolle and the power of now. And he also wrote a book, a new earth. I started reading upper limits, but from gay Hendricks. And I started finding myself engaged in this process of awakening, which if you think about it, it's like a higher level of consciousness about who I am and what I, why I do what I do and why I, my parents do what they do and why my kids do what they do and why my husband does what he does. And it's crazy because the awakening that I'm going to talk about today is this like awakening to who you really are, which is a divine son or daughter of God. And you have divinity within you because. I don't care what you believe in this. You can substitute whatever language you need. You have a high level of consciousness. You can observe your thoughts the way that we even like think about the way that humans create. This can't be an accident. Whatever you want to use, whatever language makes sense for you, you have divine origins. And the reason that this matters is because when we are asleep, before we wake up, everything is unconscious. And a lot of our life is just played out through programming. Well, this is how my mom did it. So this is how I'm going to do it. Um, Eckhart Tolle talks about insanity, right? The fact that human beings kill each other, insanity. The th- the fact that we haven't solved world hunger, like he, this is his words, um, insanity. And I, as much as I'm not a super hippie, so I'm not going to go down that road. But the point is, is there's this, um, there's this level of consciousness that we can tap into that feels like an awakening where you witness your old programs, you witness your old ways of being, and the suffering that you created for yourself based on the perceptions that you chose about your life. And that's a lot of verbiage, <laughs> that's a lot of words, but you know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this kind of episode, you're tuned into something, you're either waking up to yourself, you're waking up to the truth of who you are, or the truth of what's possible. You have an awareness that you didn't have before. And so this conversation, I want to relate to like light. And so I have four different examples I'm going to give. Um, And if you're new to this conversation, stay with me. This is a really important conversation. Um, And I've been there. I've been overwhelmed by content. I don't want this to be overwhelming. I want it to be an assist to you. I want to be of service. And so stay with me. So this, these four ideas of light, the first time you think about light, at least for me, I thought about turning on like a light switch. When I walk into a dark room, I turn on a light switch. Everything gets light all at once. That's one type of awakening, right? Where you are in the darkness and then you have a one awakening and you know who you are. You know that it's you that's creating your life. You know, anything is possible. You see your life as a spiritual thing, not just a body thing. There's more to it than just living, right? There's like this, this breath of life this aliveness inside all of us. You, you are immediately tuned into that. that's like a light switch, right? And the next kind of light that we're given is kind of like a flashlight. And this is how I think of coaching, right? We kind of go hunting. We kind of go looking for truth with a flashlight. And sometimes we find it and sometimes we don't. To me, this is what awakening has mostly been is me with a flashlight, looking for truth, looking for who I am looking for what I am meant to do, looking for what God wants me to do, looking for the truth of money, the truth of business, not just relative truth, but absolute truth. Um, that feels like I'm hunting around with a flashlight. And the thing about hunting around with a flashlight is that sometimes you are in the darkness, just shining a light. You don't even know really what you're looking for. Sometimes you see stuff, sometimes you don't. That's how I've experienced awakening for the most part. I've had moments where it felt like a light switch in a dark room, but for the most part, I go looking for truth. The next one that I've experienced just recently is, I want you to think of like a candle in a dark room. It's light, but there's not a ton of awareness. There's not a ton of visibility, right? If you think of like a big dark room and a little candle, you can see the light, but there's also a lot of darkness. <clears throat> and... Um, I talked about my social media, but I have been searching <clears throat> for something, I guess, because I've been business coaching for a couple of years now, and I've felt this desire to expand my coachings so that I can be more of a life coach too. I want to do both, and so as I've been thinking about that, I felt really heavy for whatever reason. It felt like intensity. Because I've been doing so much business coaching, it's like, what if people don't like this pivot? What if I fail? What if I stop making money? What if people don't get it? But the thought just kept coming to me I am the conscious coach. I am the conscious coach. And I knew that in my heart that that meant I needed to coach on other things bigger than business. I still am going to coach in business, especially if you're in the coaching matrix and you're listening to this podcast. I'm still going to coach business. I love coaching business. This is like a, and pivot for me. This is opening my world as a one-on-one coach to coach on any, anything, relationships, business, life, parenting, marriage, creation, being, success, money. I want to be the conscious coach. And for whatever purpose that serves, I don't know, but that's, what's coming to me. And so for a long time, that felt like a little candlelight, (laughs) like, okay, like I see the candle. I see that I'm supposed to be the conscious coach. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I'm going to do. You guys, I'm just speaking from my heart right now. This is not scripted. Um, but I trust that that light's there for a reason. I feel a lot of the darkness and for, for months, probably two months, I've been pondering and meditating and thinking and praying and journaling on this decision, what felt at the time it felt so heavy. And now it just feels light because I'm tuned into, I don't care how you guys receive it. Not that I don't care about you, I love you guys, but I don't care what you think about my pivot. I don't care what you think about my content. I'm just gonna trust the voice. I'm gonna trust what's coming to me and speak the truth that, that I feel needs to be shared. It felt like a candle. And that's what one of the third light metaphor that I wanted to share is sometimes we get a little inkling and we can't deny it but it feels so small, right? Like if you think about this candlelight, I think about it like on my kitchen table in the kitchen, the light feels so small and that's how my decision felt for a long time. Okay, I am the conscious coach. I know I want to do life coaching and business coaching. What does that even mean? I don't I don't know. And I looked at that little candlelight flickering, right? That was the truth that I could see and it felt like I was just walking around in the dark, right? Cuz like When you think about a little candlelight in your kitchen, you know, maybe you stumble over the chair, maybe you're trying to get past the sink or whatever. And it's like, okay, is this, is this right? Is this what I'm supposed to do? And I, I, if I had to put money down, I would bet you've been in that experience where you felt like you had a candlelight of knowledge, but mostly you were stumbling around in the dark. Nothing has gone wrong. I know your brain will want to say that something's gone wrong, but for me, trusting the candlelight and stumbling around, that's okay, allowed me to continue to find lights. That's part of an awakening too. And so the candlelight is not bad. None of these are good or bad, right? They're just different ways of experiencing truth. You got the light switch where it's all at once, very powerful. Like people in the old and new testament talk about this kind of awakening where they have a sudden knowing, sudden spiritual knowing of who they are, what they're meant for, what's possible. Um, we talked about the flashlight, which I equated to like coaching, where you go looking for truth, you go looking for what's real, what's, what's, you know, relevant to you. And now we talked about the candlelight where there's like this little flicker and it's like, you see it, but <laughs> Ugh, it's very dark. And um, sometimes it feels confusing. I've been there. Like I just shared, I just walked through that. And then the last one that I think is has been the most profound metaphor for in my life, and I'm going to share an example, is this sunset, sunrise type of light. And I, I'm going to use the sunrise because we're talking about awakening, where there's more, an increase of light. So when I wanted to m- well, (laughs) when I was dating my husband, Wesley, I really wanted to know for sure. I wanted to have a total awakening that this was the right move to marry him. I was young. I was 19. I was nervous. I, you know, I really wanted to marry him, but I was really scared. And I just wanted God to tell me what to do. And um, I wanted the light switch moment. I wanted to turn on the light and just know that this is what I was supposed to do. And I prayed and I thought, and I you know, counseled with my loved ones. And I talked to Wesley and I talked to my best friends and I journaled and I contemplated this decision, but it was not a light switch moment. What happened for me was much more like the sunrise where I got little pieces here and there. And over time, something we experience is an unfolding of time as humans, right? The sun got brighter. I got more knowledge. I got more truth. I got more understanding of who Wesley was, of what my choice meant, of what I wanted in my marriage, that it really was my choice. And that was a really powerful and profound experience for me to know that God is never going to tell me what to do and trump my agency. It was the experience that I had. And so I had to actively choose. And now it's such a blessing to be with Wesley and to know I chose him and I still choose him. To me, that is a very active thing in life. And so the sunrise example is a really powerful way to awaken to the truth of who you are, to what you're capable of, to what's really going on beneath the surface underneath the programming. You are love, you are light, you are good. You have a reason for being. You chose this experience on purpose Everyone's trying the best that they can. All those truths exist underneath where there's just love. But a lot of times, we the way we experience that is not like turning a light switch on. And we want it to be because our ego loves that. We would love to know something instantaneously. But from in my experience, it's mostly like a sunrise, right? Line by line, precept by precept, principle by principle, piece by piece. That's how truth is shown. And for me, that has been one, a little frustrating because I'm like one of those people, I'm hungry. I want to know everything now, but that's not my, the way my brain can comprehend it. That's actually not of service to me. And so I have to trust that what I know is enough. And so it's interesting that the, just the, these are metaphors. This is not the only way that truth works, but to use that example of the candlelight, I was in the dark and then I saw a flicker. Of I am the conscious coach, which meant it made room for something, something different than I had been doing that I it's bigger than just business coaching. And I saw that little flicker in the candle and I stumbled around in the darkness. But as I stumbled around, there was also a sunrise of awakening where I got information and a a feeling of knowing that the shift was coming. And I started getting people replaying that to me. I got DM. It's crazy how this works. As soon as I started really thinking through, I want to help more people than just coaches. I want to be of service to the world and spread my light the way that I know how, and over this feeling is coming up, I want to honor it. And then I started getting DMS from people that are like, I'm not a coach, but I really resonate with your content. I got that so many times. You guys, I had people, and maybe you're listening to this and you're one of those people. Thank you for articulating that to me. It helped me know I was on the right path. Um, and then I ha- I would get DMS from people like, I'm never going to be a coach, but I love listening to your podcast. And then I'd get a DM. I just read your post on da, 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 da." but I, I'm not a coach yet. Maybe I will be in the future, but thank you for shining your light. Stuff like that all the time during these past few weeks. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to this because people are resonating with my words and they're not coaches. And that's what I've been feeling the pull to do. I, I felt the call to do both. And so you might notice a shit on this podcast. That's okay. Um, I'm still going to be helping mentoring coaches, but it's going to be on my Instagram handle the, at the coaching matrix. So if you're not following me there, go follow me there at the coaching matrix where I will spend a lot of time creating content for coaches, building prosperity, finding joy, loving their life, and talking about the big four that I teach inside the matrix, which is mentality, alignment, action, and integration. But on this podcast too. And in my it's Amber Smith handle on Instagram, and if you're not following me there, please go follow me there at it's Amber Smith. I want it to be a light. I want it to be a level of conscious conversation that serves you no matter what you're up to in life the people who are going to resonate with this are going to be people who are trying to create something. That's just kind of how these kinds of podcasts work. Whether you are working for someone, whether you are the CEO, whether you are a coach, whether you're just a spiritual seeker, whether you're listening to this because you want to improve your marriage. I've gotten a lot of feedback over the years that there's people who are entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast. And I just want to say, thank you for being here. Thank you for your feedback. There was little seeds the whole time that this is what I was meant to do. It was like a sunrise. Right, over time I've gotten to see the truth, but it wasn't made known to me in the beginning. And that's how it works. And it's so frustrating. And if you're in the in the darkness right now, wanting the light switch moment and it's not coming, maybe you can trust that it's more like a sunrise, that it's coming in little pieces that your mind can understand in ways that you can actually accept and receive for your current level of awareness, your current level of consciousness, your current life situation, but you can trust that the light will come. You can trust. And if even if you're stumbling around in the dark with a candle, (laughs) right? That's how it feels. If you keep going and if you keep nurturing the light, you will find more light over time. And that's something that's been a really powerful parable for my life. I'm always looking for the light for truth about, I mean, this is what has led me to create this podcast, talk about the law of attraction, talk about energetics, talk about business, talk about marketing, talking about personal transformation, relationships, like ways of being all the things that I talk about on this podcast have come from my inner hunger for truth. I want to know what's true and real about my soul, about my spirit, not just about my body. I love studying exercise and I take care of my body, but like, that's, that's one piece of the puzzle for me. And so to me claiming I am the conscious coach, it feels like when I first, you guys, when I first heard those words in my mind, I was like, (laughs) okay. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't think I'm big enough to fill those shoes. Like that feels like a declaration. And the more I spent time thinking about it, I was like, this is a declaration. Like I am the conscious coach. And I don't know what it means. and I don't know where it's going to go. And I also believe that maybe I'll mentor people who also identify as a conscious coach where they're shining a light on awareness and consciousness. I do mentor those kinds of coaches already. It's really fun. But I, in I guess the point of me saying all of this is I'm still in a sunrise. I am still finding out what I'm capable of. I'm still finding out what I want to do with my voice, with my message, with the hunger inside. I read so many books because I'm hungry for truth. I'm hungry to know what's real. I'm hungry to know what I can do to serve. I'm hungry to know how I can be closer to God. I know I'm hungry to know how I can serve his children. I'm hungry to know how I can help other people on this journey. And that has led me to books and profound wisdom and relationships and ideas and concepts and goals and ambitions that I couldn't have predicted for myself. And even saying this podcast, like I look I just looked up at the time in my garage van, it's 20 minutes. I don't even, I, it doesn't fit 20 minutes because I'm I'm in this. I love this. And so I just wanted to encourage you, if you are trying to find your light, if you are feeling like you're in the middle of an awakening, good. <laughs> you are on the path that you're meant to be on because I think this life is all about discovering what's true and how to use the tools that we have. How to use the the beautiful awareness that human beings have that animals do not. Because sometimes we identify more as animalistic, right? Our body, um, we can get into thinking that's all we are, but we're really not. In fact, one of my first books that really led me on this journey was called The Untethered Soul, and he talks about you are the watcher, you are the observer. You're not the person thinking, you're the person you're the being that's watching the thinking. In fact, a lot of science about brains, this blows my mind, is that our brains are more like a receptor than they are a creator. Well, who's creating the thinking then if the brain is just receiving the thought? You are. And to me, that was one of my biggest awakenings is that I'm not my mind. I am not my brain. I am not the things I think. I am the person. I am the, well, not the person. I'm the being that's observing that. And there's a lot of freedom there. I think about this concept of liberation in this life where I'm free financially, physically, mentally, emotionally. I'm free because I don't identify as the body body's a tool. Like I want the body. I want to honor it. I want to respect it. I want to use it, but it's not everything that I am. And it's not everything that you are. That is an awakening. And there's levels to this game. And I hope that in this, I guess, exploration of the metaphors, you might identify one of those, whether you have had a light switch moment. I know people that have had a light switch moment where something extreme happened In my friend's case, like she had um, a significant surgery and she had an out-of-body experience. I would describe that as a light switch moment where all of the sudden, a lot of truth is being shown and seen and understood. Sometimes it's gonna be more like the flashlight. You're looking for truth and you're finding mentors and finding teachers along the way. Sometimes it's like the candlelight where you're stumbling in the dark, but you see that flicker. And a lot of times it's like the sunrise. And for me, just understanding those I have so much more compassion for myself. I think you might have more compassion for yourself as you're exploring what it means to be a human, as you're exploring what it means to remember something that's true about you. And so wherever you're starting, right, there's layers to this game. And, um, that's why it's so fun to coach people because it doesn't matter how successful they are. These things are really relevant at every level, Because there's subconscious patterns at every level. There's nervous system deregulation or dysregulation at every level. There's harmful ways of being. There's suffering at every level. And then it's an invitation to go deeper into your own awakening and to remember who you are. The things that have helped me is stillness. I just taught this in Matrix, actually. In stillness, you can receive truth. And it's also a link slate to create yourself. This is why meditation is so powerful. This is why being who you want to be starts with nothing. In fact, one of the most powerful things that I talked about recently in my episode called creation is that change is about taking something and turning it into something else. But creation is about taking nothing and turning it into something. And I am obsessed with that idea for myself. I don't need to take who I was. I don't need to take what I was like when I was a kid. I was shy as a kid. I was like painfully shy. I would cry if I had to call someone on the phone. And now here I am talking to thousands of people on a podcast, right? Um, And sharing my thoughts on social media publicly and all this stuff. I, I can't say that I changed. I really just created someone new. And I really love that idea. And to me, that is why coaching is so powerful. That's why I do what I do is because I help people create. We can start from anywhere because we're creating from nothing. I don't need, we don't need you to have a history. We don't need you to have a record of the past or a, you know, a case history of success. You can create success no matter what you've done up to this point. And that's a really empowering belief. And so I encourage you to get still. I encourage you to take time because it's not going to happen. It's not just going to happen to you to create time and space to be still, no podcasts, no music, no scrolling, just be with yourself, whether that's on a walk in a quiet room, sitting in your backyard, it doesn't really matter, get still and do that consistently. You're going to be amazed at the profound wisdom and truth that will come to you in that stillness because all of a sudden you're not subject to the monkey mind. Because I think we get caught up in the past and the future and, you know, Eckhart Tolle taught me this, like all we have is now, even when we get to the future, how we're going to explain, how we're going to experience that is now. And so mastery of the present moment, there's an amazing book called the power of now that I highly recommend you read because that's where we can forgive. That's where we can create. That's where we can heal is in this moment. It's not in the future. A lot of power there. And to me, that's waking up. That's becoming conscious of our life and what's possible, what we're meant to do, who we're meant to be, what we're supposed to know, what we're supposed to teach. Lots of good stuff in this moment, not in the future. Now, my encouragement for you is to consider what I said with a grain of salt. Like You can toss anything that I say that doesn't align with you. But if it sparks something in you, there's another light metaphor for you. If it sparked something in you notice how I even like the language we, we talk about light with, right? If I sparked a light in you, not that I gave you my light, not that I'm sharing my light. I'm helping spark something in you. That's what I think is an amazing thing about coaching. It was already inside of you. I helped spark it. What do you want to do with it? If you can be anyone, who do you want to be? If you can do anything What do you want to do? If you could make money doing anything in this world, what would you choose to do? If the past was not a predictor of your future, if you could create whatever you wanted, what would you create? These are the questions that get things flowing. These are the things that are about creation, not about predicting what you'll create based on what you created last year. Creation. Creation. That's what awakening has given me, is like, my I am a creator. I am not a reactor. I am not a slave. I am not a victim. I am a creator. And there's so much truth to that statement. I hope it resonates with you. I hope you spend time thinking about how you are a creator. I hope the, the level of awakening, whatever you're at, you keep waking up and you keep choosing to see truth, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it means you have to be wrong, even if it means everything you thought you knew about yourself isn't even relevant anymore. That's a fun place to be. Then who are you? Then what do you want to do? Whoa, deep and profound stuff, my friends. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share this if you have a friend that would resonate with this work. And I will see you next week.